I think he said but... a little more than that too, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He said uh, he said a few things. Um, the winds have just been on, and like you want to shake his hand and put the hand away like that. We're back at it with another episode here, another uh, card breakdown. Not a UFC pay per view, which is what we usually do, but UFC London, right? So it's almost like a pay per view in and of itself. Joined again by Yin Yang Monkey, my friend Sam. How are you, sir? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very good, sir. It's good to see you once again. We've got Louis, UFC London. i got to represent for the Brits here. So, uh, yeah, I can't fucking wait, bro. I can't wait. 100%. Does that mean I should be, like, on the side of all the Americans now? Maybe, you know, maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's kind of like we take our picks and then we'll see. <laughs> but uh, now we're on the same side, bro. I just, above all, I just want good fights, uh, you know? I think that's what every fan wants. Um, yeah. And without further ado, I want to get mm-hmm. right into it, right? Let's give them what they do want, which is fight breakdowns, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So we got the main event, Curtis Blades versus Tom Aspinall. What are your yep. thoughts on that fight? You know what? Like, I think Tom Aspinall just looks so fucking elite in everything he does. Like, what he done to uh, Volkov last time. He moves like a middleweight. Him and Cyril Garn have got uh, similarities in that way. But Curtis For sure. Blades, he... He can wrestle like fuck. He wrestles like, you know, um, so that might be an issue for him. Generally speaking, Americans who are like collegiate rec- uh, wrestlers and stuff, they always say Brits don't have no wrestling, but Tom Ospinall is a complete martial artist. And again, Curtis Blades can shut your lights up as well. So this one makes me nervous being a huge Tom Ospinall fan. It makes me like, I'm not sure how it's going to go, but I'd say Tom Ospinall is probably up to the occasion to get the job done. How do you feel about it? I tend to agree with you on that. Um, I think it may be a better fight than a lot of people may think. I mean, I don't think mm-hmm. so. I mean, look, the odds looking at him now, it's minus 130 for Aspinall, plus yeah. 110 for Blade. Yeah. So it's pretty, not even money, but it's a close fight. Um, but mm-hmm. I do think they have it right. You know, I think it's a good fight. I think Curtis Blades possesses the ability to win this fight 100%. Yeah, but yeah, 100%. Um, I'm going to go with Tom Aspinall here. I just think he's more yeah. dangerous in all aspects of the fight. But mm-hmm. I don't think it's smart to start. Because I do think Tom Aspinall is superior in the submission. Curtis Blade superior mm-hmm. in the wrestling. But I, just, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's smart for Tom to even engage in that. Keep this fight standing. I think you're a better striker. Curtis Blades is no slump, though, in the striking. What do you think? No, he's not. No, no. Uh, yeah, I mean, the method of victory at Tom is, like I said, he's versatile anyway. He could probably do what he wants. But I don't think we've really seen his wrestling. He's very good at grappling. But as far as, like, scrambles and, sh- and stuff like that, so it's fascinating, mate. But um, I think Tom Aspinall can win either way. Like he's just got something special about him. But you know, I've always been a fan. But seeing what he did last time out, and for only three months ago, mate, he was in the exact same arena with the exact same crowd. So that's got to have an advantage to it as well. Two main events. Yeah. Like, has this ever happened before? Two main events, like in, uh, like one fight headline in the same like two main events in three months. Has that ever happened before? Same place. Um, yeah, it's it's so weird. I don't know, man. Has that ever happened? I don't think so, no. right? No, but I could I couldn't believe it. I mean, we'll get on to the fight next, but even Tom Tom Aspinall was main an event this even when Darren Till, like so he's headlined above Paddy Pimworth and Darren Till when like when he was before he dropped out. So yeah, I don't. He's, he's got star power now as well. I guess uh, the the UFC sure believe in him, and um, I'm hoping he gets a job done. But, you know, Curtis Blades, no slouch. So it's probably going to be, maybe I'd love for it to be like a five-round war, see what he's really capable of, because Tom Aspinall's only had a short time in the octagon in like four fights. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. 
One, I do think Tom Aspinall can win this fight in all categories of the fight in mm-hmm. any aspect of the fight. I just think Curtis is a better wrestler, but I think Tom, if he catches him, it'll be maybe off his back after getting taken down, or maybe like he hurts him, gets yeah, him on the yeah. ground, gets him like a guillotine or something. I could see something like yeah. that because he can finish it there. Um, mm-hmm. But I, yeah, but I want to talk about what you just said, right? Fight to go long because for the most part, Curtis Blades mm-hmm. is, is durable, right? We've seen it. Yeah. Unless. Yeah you have like TNT in your hands, right? Derek Lewis, mm-hmm. TNT in his hands. Francis and Ghana, yeah. TNT in his hands. Maybe yeah, the two heaviest hitters in the history of the mm-hmm. sport, you could argue. Do you think mm-hmm. Tom Aspinall has that one punch? Doesn't have to be like that because I don't think he possesses it like they do. But do you think he has that one punch knockout power? Well, I- I've seen it. He-, he does, but not to guys that who are world-class like Curtis Blades. Like when he first came over on the scene, I think it was in the Apex. Um, he's shown that he like he's knocking people down my elbows and shit, and he, he's always been uh, very hard hitter. But uh, Curtis Blades is a different animal. But you know, we'll see. Um, I think I've, I've seen Tom Askin throw some high kicks as well, and that just shows like the athleticism of a guy that big. Yeah, he's very good. He's like a serial gun almost in a way. I'd love to see mm-hmm. that fight. Um, speaking well, of that, that note, but, yeah, yeah. Were you going to say what I was thinking you were going to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of that, I'd love to see that next, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's, but I can't can't argue against my guy, Ty Tuivasa. He's like a fan favorite. He's probably one of my favorite fighters. Aren't they fighting next? Ty Tuivasa and Tulagan, yeah. Okay, I forgot about that. That's why. Forgot about that. Yes. That's a great fight. So basically, what a few people have said is like, it's kind of like a semi final. So the winner of this will be the winner of UFC Paris. Which is in September, Tai Tuivasa and Cyril Gan. I completely but, forgot about that. Yeah, but everybody, let's be honest, everybody really, it'll, it'll be weird if Curtis Blades ends up against Tai Tuivasa because the UFC, and I'm sure Ingle Dana wants Thomas Manava, Cyril Gan. That's what, the, that's what the, the fighting fans want. Who wouldn't want to see that fight? Those two heavyweights. That would be sick. Yeah, because you want to see somebody that, that you think is at least credible enough to beat him. Curtis Blades. I don't think the UFC hates Curtis Blades per se, even though Dana mm-hmm. wasn't happy after the Volkov fight of him just wrestling him for five rounds. Yeah. You know, yeah. but um, I don't think the UFC hates Curtis Blades. I just think that they know, you know, he's down 0-2 to the champ. And anytime someone's down 0-2 to the champ, got knocked out twice, it's yeah, a hard fight yeah. to sell. You know what I'm saying? It is. Oh, yeah. I, to be honest with you, I completely forgot about that as well. I knew they fought, but um, yeah, like when you speak about it in terms of that, yeah, that's a, that's a hard sell. It's a good point. So, yeah, but, I mean, I think, like you said, Tom Aspinall will get it done, which I'm surprised at. I thought you were going to go play it for some reason. But, yeah, t- Tom's, Tom's on the up and up, isn't he? Number six in the world now would be a statement as well. It doesn't seem like the guy's that eager to fight for the title. I saw, like, him do an interview where he was like, yeah, I mean, I'll fight for the title in two years or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, bro, you're like a win away from a title shot. What do you mean? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. But he's just like, I don't know, he's very humble. Um, like when you're that good, there's no denying it. If you keep winning, you're gonna end up climbing the ranks. You're gonna have to fight soon. Um, but yeah, let him have. It. Hopefully, he has another good moment tomorrow. Um, in that crazy UK crowd. So let's go. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure on him. Um, I did forget about the Gan to Ivasa thing. Uh, that's gonna be a good one. So it'd be interesting to see if the winner mm-hmm. of these two fights face each other. Number one contender fight. That makes sense because mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think this fight feels like a number one contender fight. No, no, not at all, no. Especially with that Lumina. Maybe if that Taizu and Garn fight wasn't on the horizon. Um, but yeah, like, the UFC are clever, man. If they've 
they, they must set these things up on purpose, man. It's like, everything's got a little storyline somewhere. 100%. Somewhere. They know what they're and doing. That's, yeah, 100% they do. So, yeah, man, it'll be, it'll be cool. Yeah, so we got the uh, co-main event of the evening. You mm-hmm. know, this fight's mm-hmm. a little, this whole card's a little bit weird because you could say co-main event, but it feels like there's yeah. like three cards, three fights below it that are better, but whatever. Jack Hermanson versus Chris yeah, Curtis. Yeah. A really good fight. Jack Herman or Chris Curtis, rather, was supposed to be Darren Till in this fight, right? Darren Till pulled out with the injury. What do you make mm-hmm. of this one? Uh, this fight, yeah. Um, you know what? Chris Curtis, he's relatively new to the UFC. Uh, I watched a few of his highlights. So I, I understand, like, he's a tough guy. I think he's experienced as fuck. So he might, um, he might have a shot. He, he might just crack him. He looks like a big middleweight as well. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know if you watched the Wayans. The Wayans were. Um, Chris Curtis like seems just totally relaxed for like a guy who's stepped in relatively short notice and like just coming over to the UK and he's a dog man. His back was against the wall. His US US like fighting career wasn't it? Like I'm sure he was on Contender Series, dropped out, had to work his way back in these smaller promotions. Now he's coming and went to UFC London, so he's, he's got half. Uh, but Jack Hermanson, you can't count him out. I I, I thought if he was going to be fighting Till, that Hermanson would probably get it done because he's a good wrestler. Um, not compared to Hamza because I remember Jack Amance and Hamza had that wrestling fight nobody's as good as Hamza though but if I had to pick I'm, I'm going to say Chris Curtis gets it done I'm with you on that uh, one thing that's interesting about this fight Chris Curtis prepared for a very high level forgetting the name of the guy now but prepared for a very high level mm-hmm. jiu-jitsu guy mm-hmm. before this fight before this right. fight and he fought recently remember he fought like a month ago mm-hmm. he took this fight yeah. out so he's got the momentum he's he's Right now, he's in a flow where he's been training so long against guys that are trying yeah. to take him to the ground. And then just overall, he has really good takedown defense. Mm-hmm. And I do think he's going to do enough over the course of just just three rounds. I do think he'll do enough, yeah. maybe win two rounds, keep it staying enough to where he lands enough shots. I think he'll win the fight. Yeah. Let's not forget, he's on like a seven or eight fight win streak. Yep, 3-0 in the UFC. 3-0 in the UFC. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and I was looking at this guy's record as well. Is it this was back when PFL were doing like was it the three nights in a night or something? Do you remember when they were doing that? I looked on his record, he, the guys fought twice in a night in, in recent years. Like it's that's like some old school pride shit. It is. So yeah, he's a he's a dog and um, I think he'll get it done, but Jack Man's in a very good grappler. We'll see, man. It could go either way. Like, Jack's every, the favorite. He is, yeah, yeah. Um UFC, they've done a really good job on this one because there's not like any fights well, so far in the main call where you're like, oh, she's obviously going to win. Or he's obviously going to win. Every fight's like... Yeah. Pretty, good fights. Good fights. Uh, every fight, you're right about that. Feels almost like they're kind of close to each other. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. said Darren Till you think would have lost this fight against Jack. I do agree with that. Um, I don't know well, what's going on with yeah. Darren Till, man. Nah, it bums me out, bro, because I, like, I've been such a huge fan and it's just like kind of the, the rise he was on and now it's like two fights he's pulled out of and like I don't care if he shows up and gets beat. And, you know, I get it. Injuries happen and stuff like that. But as a fan, it's just kind of like, maybe I thought he was going to lose because I just haven't seen that side of him in a while. And believe me, I don't think that's gone. Like this whole thing with Hamza and him training and stuff, I believe like that's going to help him greatly. Um, but it was just, who didn't want to see Hamza in his corner for this co-main event here? And not not to like disrespect of Chris Curtis or whatever now, but in 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 London as well, and it would have been redemption for that last year, Masvidal knockout three years ago, potentially. 
it would have, right? It would have been a good way to pay that back. Yeah, exactly, man. Feels well, like Till's always out of shape too. No, now, right? Always when he doesn't have a fight, mm-hmm. he's always out of shape. I think it's a Liverpool thing. I mean, look at Paddy in between these fights. I was gonna say, looking, yeah, yeah. It's just a Liverpool thing, bro. I don't know what this. They do not give a fuck about anything. <laughs> That's so funny. But Paddy seems to have gotten it, and let's get into that one. Uh, Paddy seems yeah, yeah. to have gotten his weight down, though, right? People, I've seen yeah. like you know that he's already started. You know, people still like to clown about the weight, but I think mm-hmm. I've seen that Paddy started. Even before the fight was announced, yeah. or maybe even before camp, Paddy already started to cut out all the food and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I remember, I think it was the first uh, podcast we ever done. We were talking about Paddy. And I was like, I think it's part of his shtick. Like, I don't think he's stupid enough to, like, put on all that weight to go in there and risk your life against, like, a fighter. And, that, you know, it, the internet people will be the internet people, won't they? The, you know, people are crazy and that. But he, I've never seen a fighter beef up that much, but he's on weight. So, yeah, he, he's... You know, his character seems he doesn't look like a fighter, maybe he doesn't like a fighter in between fights, but when it's when it comes down to going down to business, it seems to fucking it works. It does work, right? He gets the wins. What do you think about that fight? Do you think he gets the win again? It's definitely his biggest test yet. Um, and I've never seen him this angry on a uh, on a fight week. I don't know if you've been keeping up with yeah with all that, but he say, like he says he wants to just punch punch a hole through his face and that and it made us watch the press. I think he said a little more than that too, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He said uh, he said a few things. Um, the Waynes have just been on and like you went to shake his hand and put the hand away like that. Saw that. Yeah. The Waynes yeah, literally just, just happened, right? Yeah, it just happened. Yeah. So we're doing the podcast because it gives you an idea of like who's up for it. I think sometimes like, and uh, I'm not Jordan Levitt. Um, did you see Brett, Brett O'Moore called him Justin Levitt? You had one job, Brett. It's to call the American the right name. But uh, I Didn't think John Levitt, yeah, he, he, he called him Justin Levitt in, in the party interview. Really? I was like, what are you doing? Yeah, Red Okamoto? So, yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, not really a big the, fan of that guy, but yeah. He, yeah, he, he, he just asks the most simp questions oh, like yeah. sometimes. Like, it's fucking annoying. It's like he was um, made in the lab in the UFC. He was like made yeah, in the lab. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Dana likes him. <laughs> yeah, I think he, I think I think he's on Dana's payroll. Well, he probably is literally with it, you know. Um, but as as far as this fight, like I, I thought before the wins that Jordan, Jordan Levitt was gonna, he's only fought in the apex. He's only fought in the apex. And really? Yeah, yeah. I looked. He's only fought in the apex. He's in for a rude awakening. Yeah, man, like, this crowd is going to be mad. Against Paddy Pimblett, who gets the biggest pop of the night. And then he said something in the press conference that, oh, well, we're going to be fighting around 9 o'clock. Uh, are you going to be scared of the crowd? And he was like, no, nah, no, nah, um, people aren't going to be drinking at 9 o'clock. Or something. I said, what are you talking about? You're in the UK. Everyone's going to be absolutely obliterated. So, yeah. But he's a good fighter. Bit of a weirdo. I don't mind saying that. He, everyone will say that he's a bit strange. He's got, he's got, he's got something in his eyes, but uh, we'll see how it goes, man. Um, I think Paddy. I don't know. I, I'm still nervous about his chin. Like he, how he he fights with his chin in the air. I'm still nervous about that, and he could get clipped. But is Jordan Levitt known for having a a hard punch? Or, no. no, that guy's like a, so think- a, a like a, almost like a like a submission specialist. You know what I mean? Oh, right. Okay. So in that case, I think. Paddy will go forward and take his head off. I think Paddy wins too. Uh, I think it's a good fight, though. 
definitely Patty's toughest challenge in the UFC thus far. One thing mm-hmm. that's interesting about this fight, you look at both fighters overall, Jordan Levitt, good jiu-jitsu, but I don't mm-hmm. know that he even has better uh, jiu-jitsu or submissions than Patty Pimblett. I don't know that. Patty Pimblett, everyone talks about his stand-up. Look at how many no. finishes the guy has Man, on the ground. Patty, Patty is so good, man. If you look at some of his cage warrior stuff where he was champion, some of the like triangles and that, like mounted triangles and that, he's, he's, he's very, very good. Very good. Very good. So I think either way it goes, um, I think Paddy gets it done and the little two will go crazy. And then, but let's play devil's advocate here, right? Let's say it's, let's say on the ground it's neutralized, right? They're both the same. Let's yeah. just say in the stand up, Paddy's better than him. Paddy's legitimately good in the striking. Um, and like you said, Paddy could overexpose himself and get caught. I think mm-hmm. Paddy is more prone to also to overthrowing a shot and getting taken down because he does that a yeah. lot too. Yeah, well, um, yeah, in his first fight, he got clipped, and I just think it was pure aggression how he got it done. He was, like, literally ran forward, swinging his arms, and he might not have to do that again, but, you know, he's Paddy's got heart, man. He's, he's just, he's, he just doesn't give, give a shit, you know, so I think he's going to probably do the same. He's going he's gonna to want to make it exciting as well. He's, he's charismatic. He's an entertainer, and uh, he, he won't let a fight be boring. I, I don't even think he's been out the first round yet in the UFC, so... I think he'll want to make that happen again. And again, going back to the fact he pissed, like. Never seen Patty like this, man. Uh, no. This is different. And this one, you know, it's like, again, you like it when there's a little bit more heat to it. Jordan Levitt said that he was going to, like, knock him out and then twerk on him. And I'm like, I don't yeah. know if that's really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you probably have to get escorted out. No, but I mean, um, the, the things that Jordan Levitt was saying in the press conference were, we weren't too bad, but. He, he just doesn't seem impressed at all by Paddy, like not even giving him props as far as his popularity and just kind of like shutting it down. It might be his own way of like, um, his own like way of mind games or such, but you know, to, to come to the UK and like, just be like, this kid ain't shit and that and see what happens, bro. See if, see if he learns to eat his words, but again, just hoping for a good scrap, man. Question though for you. Paddy mm-hmm. wins his fight. Is he fighting a ranked guy next? You're 3-0 in the UFC. You got to fight best fight the best, right? Yeah. Well, uh, he's got a new contract. I know that much. Um, okay. He's been kind that of bragging about it. He's got a new contract. Um, so, so I'm assuming it's a big pay rise, knowing that the numbers he pulls in now. Um, I don't know. Sean, it took Sean O'Malley longer, didn't it, to fight a ranked guy? Maybe like five, five fights or something like that. I remember he fought Cheeto, but then he got the unfortunate injury. Cheeto was like 15. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a similar thing, isn't it? So yeah. maybe one more for this. Who knows? Um, I mean, I'd, li- I'd like to see him. I'd like to see him go well and see what he's really capable of. But you can't look past the Monkey King on, uh, no. on Saturday. Because re- let's think about it. If you watch, he's, he's unorthodox and unorthodox fight, fighters. They have the, they have their their ways like and I'm is he undefeated? I think I he think he's ten and one something like that. Right, not a bad record. Yeah. He's dangerous. So, yeah, he is. Well, um, yeah, I'd it's like gonna to be see fun. Paddy wins, but it's gonna be it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good, bro. You see London man. I just I don't know if the event can top last time. Last time was just so special because yeah. obviously in March 2019 the event got cancelled. Uh, not March 2020, sorry, um, because of COVID. And then it was like a three-year wait, came back and 
well, I think the fans will turn up. It's like every time you go to a boxing fight on a Saturday, like if it's like an Anthony Joshua or a Tyson Fury, the the British fans just love just love to see fighting, and it's just an atmosphere like like no other. I mean, Dana White saying if you get on a plane, like and check it out. So I can't wait. Are you gonna watch it live? Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. It's, I think it'll be around in like the afternoon here. It'll be in the afternoon. Yeah. Well, uh, I think it's I think it's five o'clock this time. So it'll, it'll, yeah, it'll be about it'll be about midday. Um, the prelim starts, so that'll be cool. It's nice to not have to wake up early, right? To just be able to watch a fight or yeah, stay yeah, up, yeah. rather, stay up, which is even oh, worse. Mate, I can't wait. It's like prime time, like <laughs> I can go to bed at a decent time just to, just to get my fight fixed. So that's always good, yeah. And there's six uh fights on this card, which is interesting, which I don't mind it. And then you compare yeah. this one to the last UFC London, you're right. I also think the prelims were better on the last UFC London. If you look at them, they were a little mm-hmm. bit better. But yeah. good card, though. But there's, there's a lot of um, same fighters, to be fair. So. Yeah. Yeah, just, just different opponents. For sure. And it would be, I, in fairness to this card, I think if Darren Till were on it, it would be way more exciting. But, you know. It was. Yeah, it's just one of those things. When I'm, I'm sure he's not happy about missing it. And, you know, he's... He's been through, like, he's had the humility to leave Team Carbon, his gym, and go train with, all, I think it's All-Stars in Sweden. Like, yeah, you know, it. he doesn't have an ego and he just wants to improve. And I, I really wanted to see how much he, he had improved. And I think Jack Amanson was a good opponent. It's not like he's against, like, a fucking, like, a proper wrestler, you know? Right, because Brunson yeah. at least was going to damage him on the ground. Jack Amanson doesn't really do anything on the ground. I mean, you have the threat no. of the submission, but he's so like he just he's so not busy on the ground. Like he just stays no. on top of you. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it yeah. is what it is. It's interesting, so. man. It's interesting because you want to know what would happen if we saw Darren Till against another grappler. Can he right the wrong being from being at Hamzat's camp mm-hmm. now? A guy who is a mauler mm-hmm. on the ground. Mm-hmm. A guy like that training, working on you, grinding on you every day. Yeah, yeah. But, but we're not going to be able to see it. You know, is the UFC going to give him a similar matchup, like or another uh, wrestler or whatever, or a grappling guy in the next fight? We'll see. Yeah, at this point, man, I just want to see him back in there. Um, I, I, I didn't even look, like check out to see what the injury was because at this point, I was just it was just sad not to see him in there. But I'm sure I'll be back. I've got faith in him. Yeah. So this next fight, we got uh, Nikita Krilov versus Alexander Gustafsson. You mentioned the weigh-ins, why it's good to watch them. Another reason why is because it gives you an idea of where the fighters are. Do they look drained? How do they look? Alexander Gustafsson, the last fight that he lost against, uh, what was it, Verdum at heavyweight? Which was kind of, I didn't even know he fought Fabricio Verdum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't really remember, yeah. to be fair. It rings I, a bit. I'm sure, I know he went up the heavyweights. Yeah, he got submitted yeah. against Verdum uh, quickly. But if you look at the fight, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You look at that fight, and I'll start on this one by saying, if you look at the fight, it just looked like a lesser... It just looked like Alexander Gustafson with a stomach at heavyweight. Like, some fighters are like yeah, fade yeah. or Some fighters fill in perfectly because they have a heavyweight frame. Gus did not look good at light heavyweight. It no, just looked like no. an out-of-shape version of him. You look at his losses at ha- as light heavyweight, the last two that were like his two his two-fight losing streak at light heavyweight before he also lost at heavyweight. Mm-hmm. It was John Jones and Anthony Smith. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, not at all. Uh, especially, I mean, you want the goats, John Jones, you know. Um, that's when yeah. Guns, Guns, uh, Jones came back at the peak of his powers, and that was a good fight. He, he put up a good case for himself until I think he uh, it was a, it was a TKO in the fourth or something like that. I can't remember right now, but I just think um, he's been around for so long, Gustafson now, and 
I don't know, man. He's not he's not ranked anymore, is he? Like it's just no. I don't know. He's I don't know. He's taking Nikita Krylov. He's still up for it. It's just might might go on those things, but you can't count out these vets, man. So again, no. I I can't even pick a winner in this one. But if, if I had to pick, I'd say uh, Krylov gets it done. It's an interesting fight because Gustafson really hasn't been active at all either. Like he had that one fight against uh, Verdum or whatever. The fight had heavyweight. He had that one. And then uh, before that, he had a pretty long break off. So I don't know. I think the inactivity will get him. Krilov isn't a world beater. He's not a world beater by all by any means. You know, he takes no. a lot of losses. He's being guys like Johnny Walker went to a split decision with Glover Teixeira. Um, yeah. But not the craziest, you know, grappling wrestling guy. I do expect this fight to be standing. Um, yeah. You well, know, what Gustafson well, well, are we going to see? Well, let's just say it. I mean, oh, the main card, this is the fight where everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's it's going to be a good fight. Hopefully, like hopefully it's like a three round war or something like that. But uh, you know, just in like you've got Paul Craig and Molly McCann fighting underneath that. So it just doesn't. I, I don't know. It but feels weird that this legend, is the, that this isn't like the th- the first fight, right, or like a prelim fight, right? It should be the future about the prelims. Yeah, that wouldn't that be that bad. Would I wouldn't mind that. The prelims could use but, a little something, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a few stars who I want to. Well, there's, there's like one kid on the prelims I want. I want to talk about. But we'll get to that one. Same, yeah, when, yeah. When we get to that, yeah. But, so, uh, what's yeah, your I prediction mean, for this one? Final prediction. Krylov. I think Krylov gets it. He's favorite anyway. But um, would I like to see Gustafson rule about the years? Of course, I would. I mean, I, I hope Gustafson wins, but it's kind of like what about? I don't think he's quite almost ready to pack it in like a like cowboy was, but I think he's getting there. Wait, hasn't Gifferson retired before? Yeah, he retired. And then he went to yeah, heavyweight. Yeah, what the fuck's he doing? What's he doing? <laughs> now he's yeah. back at heavyweight. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, he should retire. Come yeah. on, let's, let's go, boy. Maybe maybe one last one. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, I totally forgot he retired there until I thought about it. What's he doing? <laughs> it almost just feels like we're going to get, like, a lesser version of Gus. He's back in shape now, but it just feels like we're going to get a lesser version of the light heavyweight Gustafson we used to know. So I'm going to go with Nikita Krilov on that one. Um, yeah. Next fight on the card, Molly McCann versus Hannah Gold. What do you think about that one? Yes. Yeah, uh, to be honest with you, I haven't seen Hannah Goldie fight much. And obviously, I follow Molly's career. She's a savage. I also uh, recently learned that she's cousins, or like half cousins of uh, Katie Taylor. You know who? the boxer? McCann? You know who fought? Yeah, yeah, they're cousins, or half cousins. She kept the secret, yeah. But, so she's got the fighting spirit in her. Um, but Molly McCann, after that last knockout, that could be knockout in there. We're only, we're only in July. That could be knockout of the air. That's been in Elbow. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she, like she always just comes to, comes to fight as well. So I, I can't really make a big prediction because I haven't really seen much on a goalie, if I'm honest. Um, but Molly McCann, she's a beast, man, and and she made a star of herself after that last out, and she uh, she she done herself proud and won a knockout. Like I haven't seen a girl go down like that. It was quite scary, actually, how how long that girl was down after that spin now, though. Yeah, you don't really see uh, knockouts like that in female divisions. Um, but yeah, Hannah Gold, the ch- the girl that she's fighting. Yeah. I think that I I do think that this is one of the maybe like you said this is a card with a lot of the main card at least has a lot of fights that are like mm-hmm. pick them fights mm-hmm. really close I think this is the most lopsided one in my opinion I think the odd makers agree with me on that one uh, Molly Mother McCann God. is good uh, she's been around the block I just well, number, well one thing I'll say is I hope she doesn't get too excited over the last knockout because she's not really known for being a one punch yeah, finisher yeah, like yeah. that yeah, and then exactly, yeah. Hannah Gold what I'll say is 
it's kind of a fight that's set up for Molly. It's like what you said, the UFC knows what they're doing. Hannah Gold's yeah, like six yeah, and yeah. two, but she's on a two fight mm-hmm. losing streak. She's one and two in the UFC. Oh, really? So it, it, you know, it, it's, they know what they're doing again, yeah, no disrespect course, to yeah. Hannah Gold, but I, I do pick yeah, Molly McCann. Yeah. She's just a well-rounded fighter, a better fighter, mm-hmm. way stronger resume, way more experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She got the momentum, the crowd behind her it just feels right. And they want to make a good event. She's, she's loved, she's loved at UFC London. So, you know, it's kind of like what they're doing boxing. Uh, but, yeah. you know, this is mixed martial arts. It's different. And Hannah Goldie, she's a professional mixed martial artist. And when there's two people in there, you can't count anyone out. I did notice, though, the win's just gone. She looks shredded, though. She's Molly, like, she's right? a jacked yeah. girl. No, no, Hannah. And Mo- okay. Mo- well, Molly's, Molly's called Meatball. She's, she's always... Molly she's looked always good, packed. though. Molly looked in shape. That's why I <laughs> yeah, thought you were talking yeah. about her. They both look... But I don't know. Maybe it's just because of the weigh right? She's a little sucked in. Maybe it'll get back, right? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, probably, yeah. But, um, I mean, I mean I'm going to have to probably pick Molly because um, I wasn't aware that Hannah Goldie was on a uh, two-fight losing streak, but that, that just might make her more hungry. She might want to just want to go after it. So, but, uh, I mean, after last time, I think, you know... Let's just see Molly uh, put on a show. So yeah. I have to go with Molly. How do you think? Yeah, I got yeah. Molly. Uh, I think Molly by with a three round fight, I'll give her a decision. When I don't, again, I don't, I don't see her as this like one punch finisher, but I think she'll ride the momentum, more experience, yeah. she'll win a decision. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's get into the first and last fight that we're breaking down in the main card. Uh, Paul Craig yeah. versus Vulcan Uzdemir. What do you think about that one? Uh, this one has got me so excited from just uh, did you watch the wins or not? Because dude, Paul Craig was like staring him down like he took his lunch money. This yeah, might be yeah, fight yeah. of the night. Yeah, it might be. Um, but Paul Craig, like he's 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 out the fighting Scotsman, you know what I mean? Like he wears he wears the brave braveheart, uh braveheart mask, comes like he's away going to like fucking war. Like he's going to war, man. Like literally, that's what braveheart is. That's why he wears it. He's going to war and he, he's got the whole of Scotland on his back, so but um is a fucking savage man. I don't know if he took a bit of a lull as of late, but we can't forget that at one point in the light heavyweight division, he was he was key to be like the next yeah. the next one, wasn't he? He was he was he was the dark horse. Yeah, we fought still, DC for the title. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's still this is a this is a, a top ten light heavyweight fight. This is gonna be not like yeah, I agree. Fight of the night in this one. Yeah, and I'm Paul taking Craig, this to be my fight of the night too. Yeah. Who um like Paul Craig last two fights taking heavy damage and then um submitting both of them. So Paul Craig is an absolute like like I said before, he's going to war man, but like I can't pick a winner in this one. I just can't. Going to my head, I I can't because I think Paul Craig's submission game is just amazing. And Vulcan also me, I like the power he possesses and they just it's fight of the night. Fight of the night, I agree with that. Um, one thing about this fight is it's going to be unpredictable, right? You don't really know what's going to happen. That's why it has that mystique yeah. around it. But you know, it could be a slugfest. Uh, Vulcan kind of has been on a downfall, it feels like, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, look well, at his record top, here. Well, when you're at the top of any division, um, the fights get harder. You know, and then you end up losing a few in a row. So, um, well, I don't think he lost a few in a row, but it's just it wasn't that consistent compared to what it was. Yeah, I'm pulling that up right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm curious to see. So he lost. He lost to Uncle Iev. He beat. Uh, oh, he yeah. lost to Yuri. Yeah. Lost to Rakic. Beat Latifi, right? Yeah. 
I mean, so he's yeah, kind of yeah. on a downslide, but he has lost to, you know, Dominic Reyes obviously starts him too. Uh, mm-hmm. Kind of on a downslide, but again, when you're facing the best guys in the division, it's hard to say, right? Here's one thing though, yeah, exactly. is he doesn't, he better not get anywhere near Paul Craig in the submission because Paul Craig's going to snap his, his, you know what I mean? He's going to snap a ligament off. Paul Craig yeah, is man. so dangerous in the jujitsu. Yeah, savage, man. Absolute savage. Um, An animal. I mean, I, I don't get us wrong. I want Paul Craig to win. Um, he's, he's just a likable guy as well. Like, very nice guy. Um, he's he's partying with his opponents after the fight. You saw that? Yeah, man, of course. Yeah, yeah. With, uh, J- Jamal Hill. Hill. Yeah, yeah, Jamal Hill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. He'd probably do the same with us, to me, man. It's just a, he's just a just a fun guy, you know, but when he's in that octagon, he's a savage, but it could go either way, mate, so I don't know. Do you have a prediction for this? Yeah, I'm going to go Paul Craig by submission. I just, safe bet. Yeah. S- safe, safe bet by stylistically, but yeah, considering Rosemary's on a, on a bit of a slope, but I don't know. I, I, I never count those to me, I right? But you got, if you have a decision, that means you got Vulcan, though, right? Because, uh, like you said, Paul Craig has been lit up, right? There's a couple of times he's been lit up. Do you think Vulcan wouldn't be like outscore him if they did go three rounds? I think he would outscore him. I don't think this is going to go three rounds, though. Right. I, okay. I just say it. Yeah. How I do you see a be... finish from Ozdemir, though? And knock, like, you think o- Ozdemir could knock him out? I think, yeah, I think Ozdemir could knock anyone out on his day. Yeah. He can. So it, it's just going back to like what, I, what I've seen from him in the past. Like, you don't really lose that power. And Paul Craig gets smacked a lot, but Paul Craig can take it. That's the thing. So I'm not sure. Maybe I, maybe I might go with you with this one, Paul Craig, on a, on a by submission. So sounds like a decent bet, to be fair. Yeah, so as we wrap up here, let's uh, talk about a couple of the exciting things you find from the prelims. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Any well, big fights, any fighters to look out for? Yeah, 100%. Uh, it's pretty much, I mean... The prelims are a bit, you know, there's a couple of fighters I want to shout out. Nathaniel Wood. Yes. He was meant to fight in March. He's the one I was going to bring up. Yeah, he was going to fight in March, um, but obviously the fight got cancelled. So it's good to see him back. I know like, he was, you know, it sucked for him last time that he had to miss out. But Charles Rosa, he's a, he's a good opponent, so that's going to be a good fight. But the guy I really want to shout is Mohamed Makayev. He opened the, he opened the card last time. And I talked a bit about a bit about him on my podcast, like his story, and he's he's undefeated as a pro. He's, he had like twenty amateur fights undefeated. He's only twenty one years old. He won his first fights by uh, guillotine in March. And mate, this guy's next. He's from Dagestan. Crazy story. But, yeah, man. So does he's, he speak from, English? I'd love to get him on here. <laughs> no, no, he speaks English. So um, does he? No, no, well, he was from Dagestan. Um, his dad, what was it? His dad got, he had, he had to leave Dagestan for political reasons um, after losing the mother or something like that. So he, he immigrated to the UK down by Manchester way when he was like, I don't know how old, and just fought. And But you know that Dagestani blood, that doesn't go nowhere, man. So Yeah, yeah, forget about it. Yeah, he's like a uh, uh, UK champion wrestler, like strikes, just, I just think he's the next big thing. So I hope it goes well for him tomorrow. Um but yeah, people just need to watch out for Mohamed Mikhail. Charles Johnson's a tough guy too. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I, I don't really, I'm really seen much, but uh, yeah, hopefully it's a good one. But Mohamed Mikhail, I thought I just want to shout out him. Yeah, and let's, see how, uh, let's see how let's see how Nathaniel Wood performs, man. Right, it's a guy who's from mm-hmm. the UK. 
hometown yeah, crowd. So he should be like the hometown favorite for the prelims, right? Yeah, Cage Warriors like champion. I, I feel like everyone who makes it to the UFC who's from the UK was a Cage Warriors champion. But uh, you know, it's 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 not a bad um, promotion at all. Like you know, I mean, who who have we seen come from there? Fucking Conor McGregor, McGregor, Patty Pimblet. You can, yeah, there's a few guys. Yeah, exactly, man. But uh, yeah, uh, it's going to be a good one, and I hope you're looking forward to it, bro. I will be looking forward to it. what's the buzz around there for a card like this because around here obviously you know it's not it's in the mm-hmm. United States, not in the U.S. But how's it how's how are things looking over there? So it's social media going crazy, all that stuff. Yeah, of course, man. Like um, it's one of those it's one of those events in the U.K. So like obviously I'm obsessed with MMA. Like you know every day I'm I'm going on about MMA, but people like at the pub are like, oh yeah, the UFC's on BT Sport this week, and I'm like, yeah, no shit. Like even just people who it's like it's the even the casuals are coming in because it's like you know the big fights that weekend. So it almost so feels yeah, like so a pay per view whenever they come to London. Yeah, man. Of course, it's just uh, we don't get this opportunity much. Um, so when it comes around, you know, we make the most of it. Yeah, and they're definitely giving it to you guys abundantly now. What has it been two times in the last four, three, four months? Uh, yeah, so it was March, and then uh, Dana. You know what Dana was like? Uh, he was like, "We need to come back." So, yeah. Dana wants the and money, that, ka-ching, you know what I'm saying? He's like, oh, I hear all the fans, everything, that's money. Yeah, right exactly, man. Yeah, he was getting BF thrown off last time. Not not on purpose, it's just like when a fighter wins and it, it goes crazy, people are throwing BFs. Dana was like, I don't even mind. Like, that was good. But I, well, when, one thing is for sure, when it comes to uh, sports, not many do it like the fans in UK, so that's for sure. Yeah. yeah, man. I don't know where that comes from. It's just like, I don't know if there's a lot of alcohol involved or who knows, but uh, we make a good crowd. That's definitely a part of it, um, but they're definitely passionate fans nonetheless, and I think that's a good wrapping point. Mm-hmm. What pay-per-view is next that you'll be coming back on for? Break that one down. Next next week. Um, is it next Pena, week already? Pena and Nunez, bro, yeah. Awesome. So you're going okay. to you're gonna have to get used to this face again. So we'll get you back on that one. Uh, fans could expect to see you on the show. We'll break down whatever it is, UFC 270, whatever, 277. There we go. Yeah, that's the one, bro. That's the one. We'll do it. That's the one. So we'll catch you guys later. Uh, Sam, thanks for coming on the show, my friend, and we'll see you next time. We'll see you next week.